with your Protecting yours at any cost Magazines ready to take another level Yeah Let your flag fly in any weather Straight gang banging nigga on whatever Hey, Then tell me where you practice what you preach Chief please point these guns at these oppressors Time to stretch and work it out now Work it out, work it out Hey, Work it out, work it out And you are now tuned into Another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio Brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And we got a new sponsor. Let me make sure I get it right. Witty Clothing Lifestyle on a Higher Level. Official. Let's go. I got Mr. Vincent McCrea, photographer and athletic content creator in the building. Let's get the brother on and let's chop it up a little bit. What's going on, bro? Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? How's your family? Oh, they're doing good, man. Doing good. That's what's up, man. How's life? Uh, life is getting back to normal. Um, you know, just like I shared with you, I uh, recently had surgery. And, um, you know, I'm just now being able to go back out and, you know, do my thing in terms of photography and, you know, hitting all these different events and showcases. So, you know, uh, just just getting back to my normal. That's what's up. Um, if you don't mind, you, you tore your quad, right? Yeah, tore my quad. Yeah, man, I'm that, I can't, <laughs> whoo, that shit sounds vicious, bro. Yeah. How, how long is the recovery process for that? And do me a favor, move your camera over just a uh, just a hair. I'm trying to right see here? you a little bit. Yeah, that that works a little. Maybe okay. a little bit more. Right there. Yeah, yeah. that works. Because what I do is I'll post a clip, or you know, you know, a, a part of the conversation after we get going. I don't want you to be like. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, I should I, I should understand that, right? In terms of composition and all that. Good stuff. So let me let me give you the, there you go one better right there. Oh, oh look at you getting fancy on me now and shit. Okay, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Yo, so um, I'm glad everything is okay. I'm glad you mm-hmm. you know you back to well on your way back to normal. Um, you got a master's, but somehow you're a photographer. And the two aren't, it, it, it's not like you got a master's in photography. Uh, what did you say your master's was in again? Uh, my master's is in sports science and rehabilitation. Okay, so how do you jump from that to photography? Um, well, I actually started photography before I actually was in school. Um, okay. I had got my bachelor's in information technology, cybersecurity, but I hate IT. Like, it's just, <laughs> I'm, I'm not meant to stay in the office, you know? And then, you know, they, they pretty much lie to you, too, telling you that, you know, oh, get out of this. Sorry about that. Oh, but, yeah, right, they, uh, they pretty much lie to you. And, um, but you, you to the side now. Oh, to the side. Hold on. Yeah. There we go. All right. Yeah. All right. Back to normal. But, yeah, no, they pretty much lie to you and um tell you how, um you know, you'll get, you'll make this much money. You'll make, um, you know, you'll, you'll get this job and. Not not letting you know that, you know, you still got to go get certs. You know, nobody's not going to hire you unless you have four or five years of experience. And, you know, for a while, you know, I just couldn't get anything. Nobody would invite on me or nothing. And, you know, I did four years of um, internships and working in college and getting paid. And, you know, that still wasn't enough to move the needle. So, you know, um, once I did get something full time, I Mm -hmm. quickly realized I hated it. And I was just like. Yeah, let me go make a career switch to something that I actually like. In in college, I was a two sport athlete. I played basketball, I ran track, okay. and um, you know, I um, I coach kids. Um, I'm a basketball coach, so you know, 
uh, I figured, you know, let me go, you know, get this mastered, you know, have some, some behind my, uh, my name outside of, you know, just being a collegiate athlete. And, you know, mm -hmm. that's how I made the, you know, choice to go back. So, so the kids you coach, what ages? Uh, we coach from anywhere from six to 18. And then what I'm um, trying to get a pro-am team to keep, you know, those kids that go to college, you know, still involved in the program uh -huh. and to, you know, uh, make them mentors to the younger generation that's coming up. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Um, that, that just interests me, man. I, I don't know how, how y'all do it, man. I don't like kids that much. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you definitely gotta, uh, have a, have a special heart for kids. You gotta definitely have a lot of patience and you definitely got to, um, you know, you know, um, understand them. Like my dad, you know, mm -hmm. he talks to me about my nephew, you know, I talk to my nephew and him, sometimes they buy heads. And I'm just like, well, you know, he's not he's not my generation where you tell us to do something and we just be quiet. They're gonna ask questions, you're yeah. gonna challenge what you know, because you know they want they want you, they want to build a trust. Yeah. But you know, he kind of has a hard time getting it. He's getting it, but it's just taking him some, you know, some time to let it really soak in. So he'll tell me, Hey, go tell him to do that, go tell him to do this. <laughs> and he'll do it a lot faster <laughs> if I say it. <laughs> but the, yeah, the generation. Uh, I don't know what they call this new generation. I, I don't know neither. I, I, I don't know. I don't even they know what they call my generation. It's some weird name. Like it, I literally just heard about it, but and then it stick with me. All I know is I when I heard it, I was just like, "What? Like when did this generation sprout up? Like who?" And I, I just want to know who's naming these generations. That like, how do they name them? Like I I, I don't I don't understand. Although your dad really shouldn't be all like his generation probably questioned authority more than any generation before right. the, him. Babe, it, what what is it? My dad's born nineteen sixty. That's baby boomer, right? I think so. Yeah, right. I think yeah. so. Actually, I take that back. Then, um, if he was born in sixty, might have been his parents that because the sixties was really when you know shit was popping off. Right, and he was just a kid then. You know, right. so it's pro probably his parents, whatever that generation is, then yeah, because they question a lot of shit, especially when the Vietnam War jumped off. You know, he probably when in Vietnam what was that the seventies? I think so. Right. Yeah, I think uh, the Korean War was like the fifties, and Vietnam was like the seventies. Yeah, pretty sure. So he probably yeah, might have been his generation. You know, he he should be he should understand that a little bit. You would think, <laughs> right? You you would think, you know. Sometimes, you know, people, they get so far removed from yeah. who they used to be and the things they used to do. And, you know, they, they, they come to this place of, you know, they arrived, they have made it, you know, yeah. they, they forget it and, you know, they lose touch and, you know, they lose that ability to connect, you know, with the next generation. And, you know, that's something I really try to pride myself on and mm -hmm. try to practice, you know, it's hard. Because we're always growing, you know, we don't have certain tolerance for certain things, but, you know, we have to, you know, be mindful that, you know, we was once just that like age. the person that, you know, we're complaining about yeah. and, you know, um, we're having all these troubles with. So, you know, I, I really try to keep that, you know, um, in my head when I deal with certain individuals. Now, I'm, I'm like a fan of photography 
to the point that every day I wake up early in the morning and I pick eight pics. Just randomly pick pictures from from the internet and I post those eight pics. Um, And the thing that jumps out for me, generally speaking, is the eyes. What makes a great picture for you? Or a, a, a great photograph? The the raw emotion and feel of the moment. That mm-hmm. that's what makes a great picture to me. If you're able to capture that and display it in a manner that um, cultivates the viewer, then mm-hmm. you got a really good picture. You know, um, one thing I get um, complimented on is my action shots, and you know, a lot of people are like, you know, how do you get these angles? You know, how do you catch that moment? It just seems like you're like you, you click the button at the right time and it's really you know um it's really like on a spiritual level for me when i take pictures you know really i actually started my photography in the church you know really um, yeah i did um so you know the story behind me getting the camera was um i was in the church you know ordained minister but not really active not really doing too much and um you know I'm contemplating, um, you know, not even not only leaving the church, but leaving the faith altogether because, you know, I wow. just didn't, you know, feel I was giving anything of value, you know. Mm-hmm. And literally, I heard the voice of God tell me, go buy a camera and a laptop. And I was like, a camera and a laptop. And then, you know, I started to see, you know, my basketball program. And I was like, oh, I can do some content for them and then you know i started thinking about the church and mm-hmm. how we could push the church and how i could be more active in it and i was just like yeah you know that makes sense so i went out i spent about 1400 between the camera and the laptop and um you know i started taking pictures mm-hmm. now was i the best at it at first absolutely not <laughs> um, you've got to send me some of these church photos though bro like like the the odd part about it is like i love the older sisters in church pictures. Oh, I got a bunch. I, I'm gonna send them right to you after this. I oh my god, bro! Like you would be surprised, like how many of those pictures I've looked through. It's just something about you. you I don't know what it is. You know, well, I take that back. My mother didn't really get into the church until she was older. Right. Um, and coming from Detroit. Just the pageantry of the church, you know, Sunday, the big hats, the the, the crazy colors, the, it just is, I don't know, maybe it's just nostalgia, but it's something about that, those pictures, man, it just really kind of do something for me. I'm sorry, bro. Right. I didn't mean it. No, it, no it's, but it, that it's, shit is dope. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I, I literally started in the church and, you know, um, at first, you know, when I started, um, you know, uh, people that would look at my pictures, they could tell I had, you know, the ability to take the moment, but you know, the quality of the pictures was off. Like, you know, I would have a bunch of grain and, you know, or some motion blur and stuff. And then, um, you know, a friend of mine who would come and take pictures from time to time, he's a professional photographer and he actually, you know, uh, saw that I was taking pictures and, you know, he took it upon himself to, you know, put me on game and, you know, to show me how to, you know, effectively take pictures, you know, mm-hmm. he told me to invert triangle, you know, with your uh, ISO stop, your uh, shutter speed and your aperture and, you know, how now you to, know, I don't know what the hell you talking about, bro. Yeah, they basically just <laughs> how to dial in your settings. So that, okay, that, got so, you. 
he was just showing me, you know, he was showing me those things. And then what made it easier for me to understand what he was saying was that he would take pictures on mm-hmm. my camera. I would see the settings and then I would dial them in myself and then I would see, okay, so that made a good picture. What if I, you know, adjusted this here, adjusted it there and, you know, what would I get out of that? And then that's mm-hmm. how I started to learn about, you know, lighting and all these different things. And then um, I just, you know, kind of uh, ran with it. You know, um, when it came to my basketball program, I would have one of the other coaches coach and I would take mm-hmm. pictures of the kids. Okay. And, I, you know, I give it to the kids that share it on social media and stuff like that. You know, so, you know, we can kind of get followers for the basketball program mm-hmm. and things like that. And then when I what I what really got me into doing sports photography was I got invited to do a celebrity all star game um, in the lower really? east side of Manhattan. So, okay. you know, I go there and, you know, I take the pictures and um, um, I happen to, you know, um, you know, get some good shots of the kids, of the celebrities that was there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they had um, Trey Armstrong. They had Devontae um, Putnam, who is, you know, these guys that I've mentioned, um, they worked with Overtime. Overtime is like one of the biggest um, sports media companies in the whole entire world. And okay. they actually were the two biggest influencers, you know, at the time, you know, while they were working with them. You know, they mm-hmm. moved on to do a couple of different things now and, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're big time now. They're Hollywood. You know, I, I was just talking to Trey, you know, earlier today. So, you know, um, but, you know, from there, um, you know, I was able to kind of network a bit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my my um, my second gig and um, it, it can't it was random. You know, I saw that Reebok was doing a giveaway event um, in the Lower East Side and um, I reached out to the coach that was putting it on who happened to be the guy that um did the all-star game uh, weekend. And I said, Hey, do you guys have a photography? He said, no, we don't have any type of media. So I, hmm. um, you know, I offered my services. I offered it for free. And, um, you know, I went in there, I was the only photographer and I just caught a whole bunch of like, just craziness. Like these kids were like, when I say over athletic, like one kid jumped over three people, Another one's through the legs, the other one's windmilling. And mind you, these kids are like sophomores in high school. So they're not really reaching the peak of their athleticism, but they're doing all of that stuff. So, you know, I'm catching this all on camera and I'm sharing it. And, you know, my stuff is getting reshared. And then, you know, I'm just, you know, my, my followers just start growing. You know? uh-huh. And then, um, how do you know, contain your excitement? Like, if somebody does a dope ass dunk, Especially you, 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 you ball yourself. Like, how do you not like? Oh, as a because I'm not gonna lie, I wouldn't be. I mean, you. That's actually a good question. It's like you know what it is because I can anticipate it coming because I play ball. Okay. So it's just like, oh, he's about to do this. So now I can keep my composure and get myself ready. It's the same you. as like if um I hit a big shot to go up one, and there's like three seconds left. Like, I got to keep the mindset. I got to go back and play defense. So it's the same thing with photography. You know, all right, I know this is coming, but I got to keep my composure. Got to stay low. Got to catch that angle. And I got to make sure that, like, when he go, I'm already firing. So, you know, um, 
yeah, I'm catching all these shots. Um, I emailed the um, the director, uh, the marketing director at um, mm-hmm. at Reebok. And, you know, I sent her all these pictures and, you know, she says thank you and stuff like that. I don't think anything of it. You know, I'm going back to Jersey. Uh, I live in Jersey, by the way. I don't know if I told you. I'm but, sorry. Um, it's okay. Yeah. We, um, you know, I, you know, I just go back and, um, I, um, I take, you know, I'm just taking pictures of the kids. I'm just practicing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Taking pictures in church. And then I get a, um, I get a call, um, from the marketing director. And she, you know, she asked me if I was able to come on a campaign with her across New York city for their newest nano sneaker that they were promoting in the gyms. So I was like, sure. And then she asked me my price. Mind you, at the time, I never did a paid gig. So I'm just like, I didn't know what to charge. So I just told her, like, uh, you give me 300 and just reimburse me gas and um, and told and stuff like that. And she was just like, oh, that's it? And I was just like, oh, I guess so. Yeah, I should charge more. Okay, wait, 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 wait. In hindsight, how far off were you? <sighs> Uh, probably, I want to say like at least 12, 1500 off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm that, not mad that at that though. to me the other day too. So, you know, um, like on the video, like on the athletic, uh, content side, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had a company reach out to me when reality and, you know, they, um, they wanted me to do video for one of their, um, you know, their athletes. You know, there's mm-hmm. a kid, his name is Nas Mule, uh, first 16-year-old to throw 100 miles per hour, probably going first round Ooh, wow. in the MLB tournament, in the MLB draft, excuse me. And um, they wanted some video, but they're all the way out, I think, in Cali. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, his um, his agency reached out to me and set it up. And um, when I talked to the lady and, I, and she told me, the, and she asked me the price, um, I told her, you know, it's like 500 for uh, five hours of just me shooting video. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, wow, that's a lot cheaper than what we're accustomed to. And I was just like, oh, I guess I got to raise my prices because somebody just said it again to me. <laughs> so, um, But you know what? I'm going to look at it like this, especially in that particular. I would want to give them the cheapest price for that kid because right. it's not too many kids his age throwing 100 there's a great chance that he'll make it to the league. And he may remember, his people will remember that you gave them love and bring you in. And and not only do you get to shoot him, now you got a whole nother avenue of people you can shoot. Right. Exactly. So, I've done a lot of free shit, so I understand. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, it, it, it. I don't even look at it as free shit. I look at it as an investment. Right. You know, because that person... They'll always remember the person that overcharged them right? and undercharged them. The people mm. in the middle, they don't really remember. Right. Right. So, you know, like, how'd it work out? Oh, it worked out great. They've already made, like, three videos off the footage I gave them. Really? Yeah. If you actually, if you go on my Instagram page, like, if you look at my story, I think I mm. shared it uh, last night because I saw they just put another one up. Is it a brother? Um, he's well. It, it depends if you consider uh, Dominicans brothers. You know, some of them consider themselves black. Other ones be like, "No, nah, I'm Dominican." 
But, just touch but subject, you know. That, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I you know, he, he he's a he's a great kid. You know, he, he's definitely got his head on the right shoulder. He's got the right people around him. Mm-hmm. You know, he has um, you know, brothers of the faith, you know, strong brothers that keep him grounded. And you know, I mean he's a stud. He's a two way player. The kid had like three home runs and um one of the state tournament games recently. And like um he went like viral on the MLB network and everything. Really? Yeah. Yep. He, he's like, yeah, he, he he's like that. And, you know, um, you know, he comes from a good family. You know, his mom is real nice. Um, his father's, you know, is, is good people. So, you know, he he's definitely his signing bonus is definitely going to be a couple of million. I'll tell you that yeah, now. That's just going to so, be legit. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like you can get, you can make millions as a high school player, still go to college in baseball. Yeah, he's but committed they to Miami. Basketball players, really? Miami? Yeah, huh? yeah, Miami. Yeah. So, see the gym that he works out at. Um, they, you know, they 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 turn out a lot, a lot, a lot of you know pro baseball players, mm-hmm. and you know they get a lot of um talent in there. You know, they got kids that are ranked, you know, just not top players in the state, but in the country, like. I think yeah. this kid is probably like twelfth in the country. Wait, wait, wow, and he's throwing a hundred. Yeah. Jesus, that's that. So, does it make a difference if you like the person or not? The footage that you take. Um, it. I learned that um, it can make or break, but it's really up to my mindset. So it's like, you know, some people that they're really rude, they're really late, you know, to shoots, you know, the kind of low energy, you got to perk them up. And, you know, you got to remember that, you know, it's you, that's the brand It's you, that you know, they're going, people, they're going to run their mouth about. So, you know, you can't let, you know, bad mannerisms affect you. So, you know, it does help if you like the person. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't deter you from what you're doing. It's just like anything else in life. If you know, so you, you better you than know. me, bro. Yeah. Because if I get somebody on the show that <laughs> I'm trying to interview and they're just a complete asshole, <laughs> it's, it doesn't go. I mean, like I'm not gonna be rude per se, but right. we, we we're not doing the whole show. Right. You know. Well, now well, I hope you I'm like a, me. So. <laughs> oh, you you don't, bro. But like, let's I, and let me let me qualify that. Like, and and I know this sounds shitty, but if Diddy came on and I didn't like Diddy, I'd still do the interview. That makes sense. It's fucking Diddy. <laughs> it makes you sense. Know? But if like my my brother's best friend came on and he was a jerk, I'm cutting you off, bro. Although, wow. love my brother's best friend. Really cool dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But, like, that. shout out to you for having that discipline. Like, it, it seems to me like you have found a, a path that accentuates the discipline you've developed in life with the passion that you've developed in life. And they intersect. Right. That don't happen too often. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you got to go through some things. You know, I wasn't always like this. You know, um, Contrary, you know, that, you know, um, uh, I went through a lot of growing pains, you know, and, you know, especially in the church, you know, you, you go through, you know, um, just feeling a certain way that you should be at a certain place. And then, you know, you allow that to affect, you know, your walk and how you do things and how you serve. And, you know, yeah. I really had to learn that no matter what, 
you know, I'm not here really to please man, but to really please God and to use the ability that he's given me to um, continue to, you know, be fruitful in the earth, you know, and to, to add, you know, cause it's not about me, but it's about the people that are connected to me and the people that are going to come to me in the future. So if I stop what I'm doing now, because someone doesn't acknowledge me, they don't recognize me. They don't, they don't agree with what I'm doing. They don't support me. Then mm -hmm. I'm only cheating the people that, you know, are going to come that, do support me that do love me in the right way so you know i i keep that in mind you know i, I keep my girlfriend in mind mm -hmm. i keep my nephew in mind you know i want to be examples to them and to show them you know the right way of doing things now am okay. i a perfect person no not at all no, I no, the who ball. is who exactly who is you know I, I i dropped the ball more times than none you know if, if i was to say so myself but you know I, I feel that, you know, um, with grace and, you know, with a heart to try to do the best, you know, God will meet me where I'm at and, you mm -hmm. know, honor the things that I'm doing. So, you know, that's how that's I look at it. I'm not mad at that. Um, okay. So you do the Reebok joint. You also did some shit with Adidas too, right? Correct. Right. Yeah, so how'd that come about? And first off, um, for the Adidas people, if you happen to see this, I am from Detroit. Y'all need to stop <laughs> bullshitting. Detroit absolutely has been rocking with top tens my whole life, and right. I'm clearly an old man. <laughs> Hook your boy up with some tens. My bad. Uh, ahead, I, I'm, I'm gonna see what I'll see what I can, <laughs> I'm gonna see what I can do for you. So, <laughs> so Sai, I don't know if you know this, but Reebok and Adidas are the same company. I did not know that. Yes. So Reebok was bought out by Adidas. They're a subsidy now. So, really? Right. So um, pretty much, you know, I can split it into it, say Reebok and Adidas, but mm -hmm. it's really Adidas all the way through if you really get into like the legal logistics of it. Right. So, but uh, with Adidas solely, so there was an event, and this is why networking is key and being a good person is key. So, you know, have a homegirl um, by the name of Lucy. Shout out uh, Flex by Lucy, by the way. Um, she was doing, she was working with a Adidas-sponsored school. Um, mm -hmm. The program in New York City called Adidas Legacy, and they have about eight teams that are sponsored by Adidas. And, um, you know, they, they load them up with, you know, all kind of gear and stuff like that. And usually these teams are like, you know, smack dab in the hood and, um, you know, in, in the, like the worst of the worst environments. But, you know, right. they have talent, you know, because, you know, the urban, you know, the urban schools are where the ballplayers are at. But anyway, so they, they have this event called Adidas Open Run where they bring all the schools together and they just put on this big old thing for the kids to, you know, participate in and, um. You know, it, it was actually a private event. And, um, you know, I asked, I said, can anybody go shoot? She said, no, but I could get you in. And um, I was like, yeah. So, you know, she talks to her homie. You know, he gets me in. And, you know, I just go in there. And, you know, I, I don't know nobody but her. Like, literally mm -hmm. nobody. So, you know, I'm already kind of nervous, you know, because, you know, I don't want to do anything wrong. Anybody see me and question me. And then I got to go through whole kind of all kind of jive and stuff like that so you know i'm just in there taking pictures of the kids uh playing i'm taking pictures of the sneakers because that's when the new jane Hardens came out mm -hmm. um i'm taking crowd shots 
I'm just looking for things to kind of just document the whole entire service, exactly. or the the whole entire event. So you know, I I do that, and then you know, I start um, uploading pictures, and I start finding people, you know, online, and you know, um, people are reaching out to me. I was like, yo, you did your thing, man. Yo, they they really love your work, and then, you know, um, I started to notice that um, I had you know Adidas actually liking my stuff on oh, wow. Instagram. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, That's pretty yeah, fucking I guess dope. it wasn't hearsay. And, you know, um, you know, I, I started to notice that a couple of their representatives actually started following me, too. So, you know, it was about like four of them at the time, you know, um, when I started uploading the pictures and everything. And I was just like, whoa. And, then, you know, um, it was just like, you know, um, I, I got to meet the, um, the Adidas advisor, the Adidas legacy advisor at the time. His name is Joe Caruso. You know, he runs a wonderful tournament um, in the Bronx called Hoops in the Sun. Um, you know, that that's definitely something that, you know, everybody should go out to. You know, it's mm -hmm. literally the East Coast version of Venice Beach uh, basketball. So, you know, um, they just did redid the court and everything. But, you know, um, I made connections with Joe and his brother Randy. And, um, you know, when Adidas Legacy, you know, would do events because they would have something called Statement Games. Okay. They would, um, you know, invite certain photographers out and, you know, to to come out and to work with them. And, you know, they was asking me to come. And, you know, that's how I started getting that's involved on that. And, yeah. That's pretty dope. And I'm not ignoring you, bro. I'm just trying to share the uh, the live stream. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I got you. So. Well, I hate when I'm talking to somebody and they're looking down. So I kind of <laughs> I feel, you know, I feel bad. Yeah. I don't want nobody to feel. The you know what's way. funny? I tell I tell my girlfriend son that all the time. When I'm talking to him, I'm like, look out for me, man. You gotta look people in the eye. Right. Like you know, like, like you're scared. You... Don't 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 let anybody see that you're scared. Look him in the eyes. <laughs> Tell my nephew the same thing too. I was like, don't ever don't ever look away from no man. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, so you know, I did that and then you know the teams actually started reaching out to me that are within the Adidas um legacy and mm -hmm. you know, I started working with the teams. Uh the one team, um I worked with primarily was the South Bronx prep girl team mm -hmm. and then um, their basketball team, the boys basketball team after, um, you know, I, and I would, you know, go down to the DMV, travel with them when they're doing, you know, tournaments and stuff like that. Uh, we recently did a photo shoot um, together um, for their, you know, their media day. Those photos came out dope. Um, you know, so, you know, I, I got to build different relationships, get to network. And, you know, um, get some money as well. And, you know, put on my resume that, you know, I've worked with, you know, a Fortune 500 company. Well, you know, two, <laughs> if you want to split up the entities. So I would absolutely make that, too. Do you have, do you, so you don't have an agent? No. And it's funny that you said that because I actually started researching and looking for um, an agent because I'm, I'm definitely at that point where i'm ready to take the next step uh -huh. and you know um get myself out there more because you know um you gotta think about priorities and what you want to do in life and you know i'm past the point of just taking pictures for people to like and follow me on instagram like you know i i really want to make this a livelihood you yeah, know it's a career I, I wanna, right here yeah i i want to be free in life i want to have time to, you know, invest, you know, back into my family, you know, with my nephews, my girlfriend's son, 
You know, I want to get them on the ball rolling when it comes to playing sports and things like that. And, you know, I, I feel like, you know, that's probably be the best route for me to go is to get an agent, you know, yeah. that can help me and to push me, you know, someone that's going to be honest with me, you know, objective, not just tell me, yeah, 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 and all that, you know. So, but, you know, it's funny that you asked me that. Uh, yeah, I, I, that's my plan. You got to ask your homegirl that got you into whatchamacallit. I'm absolutely certain she would know. Yeah, you know what? She's um she's actually more um on the um the uh the active the um activism side. Like um she covered George Floyd and all that stuff really? in Minnesota. Yeah, she's she's really dope. I, I'm I'm I have to put you in contact with her. She she's you know Lucy. She's she's really dope. She goes out to everything. She's there marching. You know they you know they pay for her to go out to all these different places. Because you know she 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 has an ability to capture, you know, the story and tell it, you know, in its you know in its complete rawness. It's an art to capture pain. Yeah. So you know she, she yeah she's definitely someone I might have to put you on with after this. Yeah, I would greatly appreciate that. Um, and uh, we'll talk after this. I might be yeah. able to help you out. Or at least point you in a, in a, in a, in a, in a direction. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, geez, kind of lost my train of thought. Because that was just so fucking dope, bro. Like, uh, it, it just seems to me like, like it's more than just taking pictures for you. Yeah, it, it really is. You know, um, I, I really fell in love with it. And it makes sense. So, you know, I'm from the South Bronx originally. And um, I, I went I'm to. I'm so you know, sorry to hear that, man. I really am. <laughs> I, said, I said the same thing about New York. I mean, New Jersey, but you 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 didn't get that one. I had to say it a little louder because oh, New York is trash. Yeah, nah, I, yeah. I'm really and I'm only saying this because my, my my guy Henny is from New York, and I I slander New York all the time, <laughs> only only to him. Um, Yo, that, <laughs> nah, that, it, it's some wild stuff going on. You know, it's like I'm not I'm not too happy about the things that are going on with the youth over there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I do want to, at some point, get myself involved, you know, with making a change there. But, you know, I'm in Jersey now mm-hmm. and, you know, I have the influence, you know, that I do being a basketball coach and everything like that. Why don't you give away cameras? Um, That's I mean, that's part of that's part of our plan. A part of our plan um, with the basketball program. Oh, by the way, the basketball program is called Hoops, Faith and mm-hmm. Culture. OK, so. It's the three things that you know, um, no, you know, we focus on, and um, we have a um, a career option where you know we expose the kids to sports media. So you know, we have kids that like taking pictures. They like, um, you know, taking video and things like that. So you know, I, I actually wanted to figure out a way. You know, whether it was through a grant or mm. I talked to like one of these companies, like Sony. And see if you know we can give away like some older models, like you know, and um, get these kids like um, a, a um, what's it a trade that they mm-hmm. can use rather than going and selling drugs or getting involved yeah. in gang violence yeah. or robbing people and stuff like that. So, see, just my two cents, but like you already got the contacts, you already got the plugs. Like I'm absolutely right. certain that 
especially since you you charge way less than everybody else, they're going to remember you. You go back to Adidas, you say, hey, you know what? I got this program. I can get you some young talent for next to nothing but some cameras and, and right. a stage. And, you know, the ability to take some pictures. You take the ones you like, we keep the rest. Mm. That's, actually, that's actually a really great idea. I have one of those every six months. <laughs> <laughs> every six months. That's right. <laughs> I literally told somebody that. Like we were talking and I, he was he was like he told me what I said was a good idea. And I was just like, I just come up with them for my health, you know. No one has to listen, but I come up with them. Yeah, you know. So, I mean even a blind man can can get the, the time right a couple of times a day. Right. You know? I don't know. Um, so, what's next? Um, definitely the um, the um, finding agent. That's next. Um, you know, and really um, getting on. I, I really want to work with um, professional sports teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really, you know, um, would love to if it was in a basketball space. But you know, um, I'm I'm definitely looking just to get in the door somehow with, you know, have you reached um, out to the G league? I haven't yet, but I recently did a full, a, 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 uh, a photo shoot with Hami Diallo of the Detroit Pistons. He's the 2019 slam dunk champion. He dunked over Shaq. to win it, um, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's from New York city, you know, um, his trainer actually hit me up. I was like, Hey, can you come through and take some pictures of Hami? And I said, yeah, of course. So, you know, um, I went over there, you know, I, I got some content from there. So, you know, I, and then, you know, I, I kind of, um, you know, was looking at the pictures and stuff like that. And um, I'm just like, you know, this is like, you know, this is me, man. Like, I, I really feel like, you know, I could take some great content for a professional team if, you know, given a chance. So you want to do like court size shit or you want to do shit like like outside of the court, but of the athletes? I want to do it. Yeah, I want to do it. I want to do it both. Like, I want to be a, I want to take, you know, in-game stuff. You know, I, I want to be at the games. I want to be courtside. I want mm-hmm. to get those moments, you know, and, you know, showing everyone, you know, what that team is about. But, you know, I also want to do my portraiture stuff, too. You know, I, I love portraiture. I, I love, you know, making moody images, you know, playing with lighting and, you know, shadows and, you know, just showing, you know, the emotion, the, um, the depth of you know the subject at matter at hand mm-hmm. rather mm-hmm. um so you know i want to do both you know for me like i i just like doing everything like i tell people you know um if you're going to do something just do it all like if you fail at something you didn't really yeah. fail at it you just learned like you know what not yeah. to do next time you know yeah. I, I i tell my friends that all the time when it was like oh no i ain't touching that and i'm just like <laughs> what do you so how are you supposed to get better if you don't do it you Man, go they're, not, they're, not, they're not gonna shoot you for failing, right? Like nobody's yeah. not gonna beat you up or anything. Just just go out and just do it. Like, and if you really don't like it, then you stay in, you know your will basket. That's it. Yeah, you know what I really love about uh, like 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 I like the athletes in like non-athletic pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like um, like this Muhammad Ali was just. Like who, whoever was doing dudes' pictures, just 
captured some of the dopest moments with that guy. Yeah. Um, and like some of the pictures with him and Malcolm X are phenomenal, but mm-hmm. a lot of the, his training pictures or a lot of his at, a lot of his pictures at home were just like, and you can tell, like I can tell off the bat if this is a picture that somebody said stand right there and do that, or somebody captured a moment where you weren't paying attention. Right. I like the moments when people, you know, that are just captured in like the natural habitat of a person. Right. You know, that that I don't know. Like, how do you end up doing that? Do you have to be like that person's personal photographer? Um, no, you just gotta just pay attention to the person and wait and be patient. Like with photography, there's a lot of patience. Like you mm-hmm. you you're you're literally waiting. Like I can go through an event or a shoot and get anywhere from six to 800 pictures snapped. Jesus. And then that one picture will be it. Like I usually like, I'll do that and I'll give a client like 16 to 24 pictures out of all those pictures. So you pick the pictures or Um, do you, do you, do you like show them to other people in in your circle and say, which ones do you think? uh, No, I I usually pick the pictures. They usually trust me. Um, Mm -hmm. They usually don't actually just like, here, just take the pictures and, you know, we trust your judgment. You know, um, after I tell them that, you know, the people I've worked with, you know, they're mm. just like, oh, yeah, just do your thing. So. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a photogenic type of person. Um, that's why when you see this, I'm going to be in the little box. You'll be in the big <laughs> box. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel the same way about myself. Like I really like go um, in front of the camera, so you know I'm just like you know I feel the same way about myself. I'm not really a photogenic person, but um, you know my girlfriend thinks I take good pictures, so that, I guess that's all I know. <laughs> well, you know my thing is is like it's like for for at least for my show, like your talent to get you on the show, but your story makes it stand out. And I think everybody has a story. Right. I don't care. You know, like you can be like the dude that mops the floors at your local high school. It's probably mm-hmm. got a phenomenal fucking story. If somebody just listened to him. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. You know, so, and, and, and geez, like not too many people get to work for, for Adidas or, or take shots of people dunking, you know, not too many people get to, to walk in your shoes. You know, um, I, I don't think I told you this. Um, prior, but I also worked with Sean Donovan, who was Barack Obama's Secretary of Housing. Really? He was running for mayor of New York City, um, I want to say last year. Uh-huh. And um, he um, he is the gentleman that's responsible for getting um, Louisiana back when Hurricane Katrina um, hit New Orleans and for um, getting New York and Jersey back in order when, um, you know, uh, Hurricane Sandy hit over here as well. So I was able to actually um, do some campaign work with him too. And, you know, taking some sales shots and um, mm. uh, creating his campaign video for the uh, the, voters, the voters' choice ranking um, when, you know, it was coming out. So, you know, I also have that underneath my belt. In terms of you know um, the political side of things, that's pretty fucking. Did you meet Barack? 
No, I didn't get to meet him. <laughs> Seems like a cool dude. He, he got to be. I mean, the guy had pictures of him everywhere. Like, they had pictures of him playing basketball, him shooting pool, him with the kids. So, yeah, he obviously loved him. You know, we, we watched well, the inauguration. You don't have a choice as the president. Like that, like right. there is somebody there. Actually, I think it's more than one somebody, but I'm not sure. But there is somebody specifically designed to capture your presidency, right? Because it's not, you know, like like at that point, it's the office and not the person, right? Right. You know, so but yeah, like he, but he probably was the first president to really understand the efficacy of social media. Yes, and he probably I absolutely yeah, agree with that. He did a better job of dictating his photographers if that if right. that even makes sense no it may no it definitely makes sense like making sure that you know they're in a position to catch him in a manner that yeah. is appeasing to the public yep that makes sense what's the dopest picture you've taken man listen that <laughs> i'm actually going through that right now because i'm i'm putting like so i i usually readjust my portfolio um every four to six months Mm-hmm. Because I, you know, I'm taking so many pictures and I just, I, I don't know. Like, I, there's one picture that I really like that I took at a South Bronx prep with this girl. And, you know, the look in her face was so vicious. And, you know, as she was driving to the rim and then, you know, to see her give like this bump to the other girl that was defending her, the other girl kind of scrunch up. And like guard herself while the other girl is like going like a wild animal. Like so she deboed her. Yeah. Like this girl's hair was like all over the place, frizzed up, that was blonde, so she had the Simba thing going. So she 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 was going straight to the rim. And I was just like, yo, this is such a dope picture. And then, you know, um, I have other pictures where, you know, the subjects are just standing still, but the lighting is falling so nice on them. It's just like, wow, like, you know, to capture that at that moment where the sun is at, you know, uh, the golden hour and, you know, you don't need no flash and everything is perfectly illuminated. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I, I'm going through that, you know. Um, okay. Personal pictures. Dopest picture you've taken. Of my, oh, definitely my nephews. Definitely my nephews and, and my girlfriend. So, you know, um, my nephew, um, I remember when I first started, um, I, I took pictures of him getting haircuts mm-hmm. and, um, wow. you know, just kind of just looking at him go through the different like phases of it where, oh, don't cut my hair to, oh, he's getting a lollipop to, oh, my haircut is almost done. So it's done. Now I'm going to go play in the chair and spin around and laugh and wait until my uncle is done. I love that. And then, you know, with my girlfriend, you know, um, just taking pictures of her so she can see what I see when I look at her, you Ooh. know, and, you know, showing her and then, you know, seeing her reaction when, you know, she gets the pictures and she's able to post them and, you know, feel good about, you know, what she's putting on online and stuff like that. That's dope. And the barbershop shit, like, I, um another one of my fascinations photography wise i just really love like oh oh for like i'm gonna keep it a buck i don't mm-hmm. i don't post i rarely post anything other than black people right and that's because i always felt like we there's enough negative 
in the world, mm-hmm. me posting a particular picture is something I can control what I put out. Right. So like the, the barbershop experience is a phenomenally underrated experience for young yeah, black men. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, um, you learn so much in a barbershop without even talking. Like yeah. a kid that's five, six years old can go sit in the barbershop for a few hours and learn about politics, learn about women, learn about sports, learn about how to behave, how to communicate with brothers. Like it's yeah. just it's just an experience that is invaluable and unfortunately is dwindling. Yeah, you're you're right. My cousin, who's actually my pastor, he's a barber. Uh, mm-hmm. He's an owner of his shop. His shop is called Creative Cuts and it's in Irvington, uh, New Jersey. Um, he, if you go in there, it's going to be pure comedy or <laughs> <laughs> or they going at each other over scripture or or so, or he's going to ask some type of political, like it is literally, you get the whole entire experience and people love him. Like when I say people love this guy, like uh-huh. he just has a, um, he has a personality that you just like, you can't be mad at him. Even if you're mad at him, you can't be mad at him for long. I feel so, you on that. You know, he just, you know, he, he's a, he's, he's, he's just a, a great guy. You know, um, pe- people are drawn to him. They ask him all kind of questions. He gives them, um, according to his understanding, the best answer appropriate. You know, he allows people to go back and forth. With yeah. different opinions and things like that, so you know you, you get it, you get it all. But you know, well, when I tell you pure comedy, man, I, I'm sometimes I think he forgets. He's a pastor when he, when he be asking certain questions. I be like, bro, what would you <laughs> like? Or he or or he'll or he'll forget like you know certain people in the room. I'm like, yo, you, I mean, you but crazy. you think about it though, man. Jesus hung out with prostitutes. Yep. And, and 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 politicians and and all those yeah. kind of things. Yeah, you're gonna get this work. I'm I'm the son exactly. of God. You know, <laughs> exactly. I'm chopping up with everybody. You know, um, that's how it should be too. Like you should not be should so be. far, should not be so far removed that you you can't speak to nobody. Now, it's one thing if you're around people that just are like, if you go outside the door, they're gonna you're gonna get shot dead because you're in bad company, but. Is one, but it's but you should be able to talk and have a dialogue with anybody of any walk of life if you called yourself a child of God. You know that, that's how I feel about it. You know I don't I care do. if you know you're black, you're white, a homosexual, or wh- whatever it may be. You know we should be able to talk and have a dialogue, and you should be able yeah. to ask me questions about myself, my faith, and I should be able to answer you. And you could disagree, you could yes. you can agree, but you know all you know is that you know I love you for who you are, and you know and some and, and that's not, it. See, that's why I'm not a pastor, bro. <laughs> and some, some, you know, like I'm not. I, it's, it's, there's no way I could walk up to somebody in the clan and be like, "I love you. You're my brother." No, you're not, nigga. <laughs> no, ew. Get the fuck away from me. Like, <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> Although I will say that I am a disciplined enough individual and and curious enough person, I gotta have a conversation with a clan member. Mm. But oh, really? Love. Oh, I could absolutely. I, if you know somebody, I would love to interview one. 
Honestly. Oh wow! No, I don't know nothing yeah. dumb, but yeah, always have. Um, but oh, wow. as far as the love, no. Like I, I respect the fact that you hate me, but this hate is reciprocated. Right. You know. No, I, I we, definitely we get, get that. Yeah, we're gonna I, get that I, out I, the I, way yeah, first I, and foremost. Right. Like, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily want to be in the presence of someone like that to begin with. But if they was humane enough. Let me, ask, let me ask you this. Let's say they, yeah. they, they they reached out to you. They saw your pictures online. They love your work. They want to pay you 20 times your going rate to come film them. Right. You do it? Would I do it? Yeah. I would pray on it first and ask what's more, what 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 is more to it? Because I'll tell you this about myself. I'm a person that I just don't um, go anywhere or talk to anyone just by happenstance. You know, mm-hmm. there's always a a, 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 mission, a mission behind it. Even with jobs. Like, I don't stay at jobs long at all, you know, because I, I literally sat there to talk and to connect with certain people. And then, you know, when it's time to go, it's time to go. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wouldn't be objected to that at all, but I would pray for wisdom. And I definitely pray for some protection. So I'm not gonna pray for no protection. I'm bringing some. Bringing some, man. Yeah. I, you know what? I really want because New Jersey <laughs> makes it so hard to get your gun license. I don't know if you know that, but you like you got to go through like two or three years dealing with these guys in order to get your gun license. And I'm just like, I'm a business owner two times over. Like, let me get something. Yeah. See, I live in Ohio, and all you have to do is have a pulse and a clean record, wow. and be of age. Yeah. They just made that shit law. You don't need anything, no training, which is ridiculous. I, I got to go through driver's ed to get a driver's license or at least take the test. Right. Here, you can just buy a fucking gun. That's a, that's really scary, man. That's really scary. Yeah, and, and that's becoming the norm in a lot of states where they feel yep. like anybody and everybody can just have a gun, which is... No, that that's scary. the right people. You know, until they start shooting the right people, and I don't mean this in a bad way. I'm not act, I'm not at, uh, promoting that or anything. But right. when when there are uh, you know, and I, I geez, it, it was a few years ago. Some dude there there were some uh, politicians like big wigs, senators. I don't know if they were senators or House of Representatives. They had like a charity baseball game that got shot up. You would think that's... that that would have changed some shit. It didn't. But at some point, when that becomes more the norm than schools, they'll change shit. Yeah, it's sad, but sad. Yes, it's absolutely sad. Damn. No, I see. I grew up where um, the gang stuff was like going up on its peak, like because you know I'm born 1990. Mm -hmm. So you know I remember not being able to wear my school shirt because it was red, and I would have somebody come up to me at seven, eight years old, asking me, what's that red stuff that flows in you? And if I answered it the wrong way, you get slashed across the face. In New York? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Listen, man, these, these, it's vicious. It's very, very vicious. It's to the point where if I go across the bridge to New York to do some stuff, I'm literally going to do that. I'm not stopping to, 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 to do anything else. I'm not visiting no one. I'm not. I'm not spending no time outside. It's literally in and out, and that's it. Damn. I mean, I knew New York. I didn't know that New York had like the colors, 
like that bad. I mean, I, I know I've seen yeah, like the, the, the drill the 90s, music is yeah, different. It was like, yeah, it was like that in the nineties. They, wow. they had the colors. Now it's it's really more so because they just diluted everything. It's so crazy. So it's like you could kind of be like of Crips and Blood and be in the same set, yeah. things like that. This like is that. Weird. Yeah, it, it's weird. It's twisted up. I don't know what these young kids are doing, but all I know is that they're taking each other's life, and it's not cool. Like that. That's what I know. It is not cool. Um, and you don't really get that. Like my generation fucked it up for everybody. Like I'm gonna keep it a buck. Mm. You know. Um, like I remember when crack came out. Mm. And I remember the first couple of summers, shit was heaven. Like even if you and and I was not a big crack dealer, but mm. I seen dudes in my neighborhood go from stealing cars to having big ass dookie chains and nice mm. cars and you know a lot of them. And it wasn't we didn't see the violence at that point. Right. You, didn't, you didn't you know like our parents dealt with heroin and they turned out all right. I didn't know that at the time, you know, but. You, you didn't see the downside of what crack was to be. And then mm. I stayed in the crack house for a while. Wow. And and not that I had to. It was a choice. Mm. But uh, then I saw the downside. Mm. And at that point, I had I had kids, you know, um, and I and, and, and one day I just decided, you know, one of a, a couple of people I knew got shot, mm. and I didn't want that to be my fate. And that's right. how I ended up in Cleveland. I literally just packed shit up in a garbage bag and moved here. I got on a Greyhound and moved here. Wow! Because I wanted to be around and see my kids have kids. Which, thank the Lord, I have been able to see all three of my daughters have kids. Wanted to yeah, walk man. them down the aisle. That all all of that shit. See them graduate. You know, mm-hmm. I've seen milestone after milestone from that one move and i absolutely guarantee you had i stayed in detroit i'd be in a box of some kind right you know um but my generation started all this shit now we're trying to act like we didn't have nothing to do with it Mm, wow like these niggas ain't out here killing themselves out the blue right they saw they they saw their uncles and they old man kill niggas yeah. Or, or 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 in some cases they grandfathers. You know, like this shit just didn't it's not a happenstance. You know, right. this this was predicted by our behavior and now we want to run away from it and blame these young niggas for just being wild. Right. Nobody wants to take accountability. No one yeah. got the patience. No yeah. one wants to own up to to what they've done that was wrong and how they influence. Like I tell yeah. people that all the time like what you do Around a child, like a child is a sponge. They're gonna absorb that. And my bad, I didn't mean to get on my uh, my soapbox, man. But no, 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 no. I, I'm actually, I'm actually glad because that that actually was um interesting to me to hear that. You know, like very interesting because you know not a lot of um older people want to take accountability for that. You know, yeah. they don't want to take accountability for what they do. And yeah. it's just, I've always been this way or I've always done it like this and this is how it is. And it's just like, no, you can change that narrative so easily. But yes. you refuse to because you're scared. That's what it really is. When it comes down to it, you're afraid yeah. to do it. And that's yeah. why you're angry. That's why you're yelling, cursing. You want to hit and do all these wild, crazy Facts. things because yes. you're afraid. 
That's yes. what fear makes you do. And you're passing that fear on to the next generation, and you wonder why they don't want to listen. They don't want to yeah. accept that fear. Yeah, right, because they don't trust you. They don't yes. trust you neither. Yes. How can they trust somebody who's not honest with themselves? Right. You're absolutely mm. right. No, no, and that, that, therein that. lies the generational gap right there is a lack of trust, not amongst the generations, but amongst yourselves. Because mm. if you can't trust yourself enough to be honest with yourself, how the fuck you expect anybody else to trust you? And I don't give a shit how old you are. You can be 800 years old. If you lying to me, bro, you still an asshole. Right. I agree. And I, I agree with that 100%. You know, 100%. So if people want to get in contact with you, they want to, they want to hire you for... Uh, a photo shoot. How, how do they how do they do that? Um, you can find me on my website, which I'm reconstructing right now. www.photosbyven.com. Mm -hmm. um, um, my pricing is on there. My um, my um, contact information is on there. Uh, usually, people, um, you know, they don't want to have to fill out a contact us. They just want to be able to. So my number and everything is on there. Um, social media, my Instagram, you could definitely hit me up on there. I'll respond. You know, I usually, a lot of people actually, um, go to me on that. Um, but Instagram? those are the two ways. My Instagram is underscore photos by Vin. I bet. Yeah, I got yeah, that. So it's, it's, um, it's literally this. Underscores. Yeah. And then photos by Vin. And Leron, uh, shout out to you, bro. You're absolutely right. We got to set a better example. Um, and, and at this point, bro, I'm 50. It's not too many examples that I'm going to set. Um, but I can't be honest with a motherfucker. Mm. And if you're going to come talk to me, you're going to get this work. I don't really care who you are. You can be the fucking president who's ass. Not going to lie. Um, <laughs> take your pick. Take your pick. I'm not Republican or the, the Democrat. None of that shit. They both, the last dude was ass. This dude is ass. Like you can go back. Like right. pick one. They all been ass. Right. Know, um, I fully we, agree with you on that. Yeah, I'm not going. That's just not my thing. You know, I love politics. I love the 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 chess aspect of politics. I really right. do. But I'm not going to lie, man. Like, you got to be a slimy motherfucker to really, really, you know, to really get up there. You, but you, you do. You got to be a slimy motherfucker to be a billionaire. Yeah, you're right. Like, I definitely um, saw that side of things as well. So, yeah. What, what did you hate? What do you hate the most about the business? And then I'm going to let you go. Um, The politics, straight politics. So, um, not to my own horn, but, you know, I, I look at other people's stuff. You know, mm -hmm. I'm always looking because, you know, I'm looking for inspiration myself. You know, when it comes to taking pictures, I like seeing, you know, other dope photographers and, um, you know, getting inspired by them. But my thing is this is I'll look at somebody's work and I'll compare myself to it and I'll just be like, I'm better than that person. Like, I, I'm, 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 you know, because as, you know, as much as humility I try to live my life in. I'm very competitive, you know. Uh, I wasn't an athlete by happenstance. <laughs> like right. the same mentality that I have when I was playing basketball and running track is the same mentality I do my photography with. I want you to know I'm him. Like I like you, 
you you got to show me you better than me. Like when it comes to like you should be like that. Yeah, that that's exactly how I am. So it's like if I see something, like I I will instantly say that's trash. Like me, me and my girlfriend sometimes I'll inbox her. I'd be like, "Yo, do you see this?" And it should like it will we'll just go. We'll ping back and forth. Like it's something like what whether it's pitched even even um graphics. Like if the graphic is bad, like I'm I'm gonna tell you this too. Like your, your graphics is bad, but like. You know, I, I'll do it in a way that is constructive, that you'll be able to, you know, um, take my, my my feedback. But, you know, if somebody was to ever kind of, you know, come out their face and say something to me, I, I'll, I'll, in an instant, I'll let them know, like, you, your stuff is trash and yeah. this is not what you want on this I'm side. the same way, bro. Like, so, I, but, I'm, I'm going to give you a story real quick. There yeah. was a guy pretty big up there in the podcasting world pretty 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 big up there um and i made a comment one time about his i felt that i was better than him in certain areas interviewing people it didn't go well Mm. yeah he was pissed about that very Mm. pissed about that and this is somebody that could have really just like had i just shut up and played my position he could have really put me up there um but it, it is what it is bro like right yeah there's that aspect to that too yeah yeah, yeah. There's that aspect but I, to that too. you're not gonna be like well i'm the best at so-and-so if i think you're not right i just can't my ego man and this is <laughs> you know i just you know like yeah you're great at certain things but not at this. Right. Like, I'm... Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that, bro. I'd I be looking at a lot of shit, and I'd be like, man, that's so fucking trash. Yeah. And then, you, you know, know, these guys, because they, you know, they know certain people, they'll get invited to stuff, they'll do stuff. Like, it's like, you know, I, I you know, it, it'll, it'll get me mad, but at the same time, it'll push me to be like, okay, how do I put myself in a position that they're coming to me and asking me to come do their event for them. Yes. So, you know, I look at it as that as well, you know, because, like, it's, you know, I, again, I could I could sit there and be mad and pout, or I could just go that much harder, you know. You know what you'll do? You'll find you an agent that loves the politics of it and has the same competitive drive. Right. And that's the person that you'll, you know, like I, I recently, not too long ago, found somebody business wise that loves the business aspect of shit. Mm-hmm. And we on the same wavelength. Right. And that shit has helped me out tremendously. Mm. Uh, Nate, you know, uh, like that guy is like relentless. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, and he's the guy I needed. To get me where I'm trying to go. Right. Because the shit that I don't particularly like, he loves. Right. And mentally, we, you know, we got the same type of goals, the same type of, okay, like I'm driven to do certain shit and it's certain shit that I don't want to be bothered with. Right. You're going to find that agent out there that is going to have that same as, look, I'm better than these clowns out here. Let's go get this work. 
I absolutely, I feel it, bro. And I'm not the most spiritual, religious type of individual, but on this one, bro, like, like I feel that one. I absolutely believe it's gonna happen for you. Um, and if there's anything I can do to precipitate that, I absolutely will. Man, man, I appreciate that support, man. Any oh, support, no any love I get, I, I, I fully embrace it. So you know, I come from a place where I don't get it too, too often or too much. So. When it's genuine, I, I definitely gravitate towards it. That's dope ass car though, too, man. I really been wanting that. What kind of car is that, bro? <laughs> man, this is this is Sonata, man. But you know, it got it just got really? the modern technology in it. I'll show y'all around if it wasn't so dingy and stuff like that. But you know, oh, man, you haven't seen my Kia, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been actually thinking about that because the Kias they got some nice interiors. Like, Yo, I, I the Kias is killing them yeah. lately. Yeah. Oh, and they got the electric joint too. That shit was like 70 grand. What? 70 grand? Yes. Yes. Oh, man. Yo, Kia has come a long. Actually, Hyundai and Kia, like when they first came out, they they were ass. Right. Kept doing that shit. Kept getting better. Kept getting better. Not a competitive with any car company out there. Dumb, Dumb Hondas is fast. Like, I had, you know what? I don't know if I if I said this to you too. So, when I first started photography, I actually my car was stolen with all my equipment in it. When I first started, I lost like over five thousand dollars worth of equipment. Damn, Please tell me you had insurance, though. I did have insurance. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I was able to get stuff back, but um, it, it still hurt me. It shook me up too because it was just like. I was like, like I'm going to go do a shoot, and I'm like, where's my car? And then come to find out, my car was stolen by four guys, and they all, you know, they was ready to die. I'm gonna put it that way. Yeah, they they was ready to die. So they they crashed on my car, and you know, um, in this high speed chase. But before it, they shot and killed three people and robbed them. Yeah, all in like two or three days. With my car, and no. the and the way one of the ways that my car is identified was I always keep a Bible in the in the in the back window, so when the police saw the car, they screenshot like they sent me a screenshot and they was like, "Can you identify what you know that item is?" I was like, "That's my Bible," and then when I went to go get whatever was in my car that was left because all my stuff was gutted out, my Bible was still there. Man, I'm telling you. I would make a documentary about that. Yeah, I, I've been, <laughs> man. You just like saying all the stuff. I, I, I got, I got a couple of ideas for like documentaries and stuff. Like, I definitely want to tell my story, whether it's writing a book or you know putting stuff on video. Uh-huh. You know, I'm just trying to figure it out how I want to go about it. So, yo, you know. I interviewed this guy. Um, he founded C Suite Productions, I think it is. Um, and he actually has got the uh, uh, Murder Inc. documentary coming out. Oh, wow! Yeah, next month, I think it's August the 9th is coming out, and I'm gonna have him back on the show August the 11th. Oh, wow! Hit me up, remind me so I can give you a shout out. All right, I definitely will. Yes, um, because it's crazy because the way he got on. He just randomly did a documentary about Murder Inc. without their permission. 
Mm. It got inboxed to them, and they loved it. Wow. And they hired him to do the official one. Wow. Yes. That's that's insane. That's like that's like one of that's like one of my things that I want to do. Like I want to document this year's summer ball in New York City. Because you know, there's a couple of interesting um things going on. Like, of course, you know, with Nate, they got Rucker and Rucker, you know, um getting sponsored with Adidas and then having these different events. They yes. got the Black Top series and then they got the the basketball tournament with ESPN that's gonna be there. And then Hoops in the Sun, they just um, redid their courts and renamed it, you know. Um, and, um, you know, they, they got a whole bunch of stuff going on over there. And then New York versus New York is back. So there's, like, there's a lot of different things that are going on in the city in terms of, of, so of street ball. It's, it's not an I want. It's if, you know, you, you just do it. Yeah. Like you, you, you have the opportunity. Right. Like, they're, they're, the only thing that's stopping it is you. Like I and me personally, and it's just my two cent, but I would get a couple players. Mm. Kind of like um what was that shit that old boy did in Chicago, maybe about 20 oh, years uh, ago? Oh, Hoop Dreams. Hoop Dreams. That's one of my favorite movies, man. Yeah. RG Green, I, yo, I love it. I would that guy, do something man. similar to that only with street ball. Mm. Because the the variable is that those are grown men with families. Right and to and and some of them is struggling, and they love right. basketball so much that they can't stop. Right, you know some inspirational shit, bro. Oh. Yeah, um, shit. Anything you want to say before we go? I don't want to take up too much more of your time, man. Um, thanks for having me, man. This is my my first time doing a podcast. Um, you know you're you're definitely a great host. Like I have a I have a homegirl. Her name is Raina Campbell. She mm-hmm. has a podcast called Dreamed and Drive, um, mm-hmm. where you know she gets a lot of um, you know entrepreneurs and you know um, celebrities to come on and um, you know give their expertise and tell their stories. And so she has over a million views, you know. But you know, I, I never got to be on it, you know. So being here and experiencing it and seeing how you're able the whole conversation and to bring things out. And to be yourself, man, like you're you're really awesome, man. Like you're well, you're definitely uh, a breath of fresh air. So you know, I'm I'm extremely grateful for the opportunity. I appreciate that, bro. I'm trying, you know. Well, I think man, look, bro, I'm too old to change. Mm. You know, and I like talking to folks. I always have, you know, and more importantly, I like listening. So, um. On that note, bro. Oh, oh, and tell your homegirl, holler at your boy. You know, I, I oh yeah, right. As soon as as soon as we get off. So yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you, family man, for, for for loaning you to me for a little bit. Um oh, no problem. <laughs> shut up, Lorraine. Yeah. That boy good. That boy good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey man, I've been doing this for so fucking long, man. If I if 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 I didn't, you know, have something, I would have stopped, you know. If I didn't right. get some joy out of it, and I do, man, like every week, I just uh, e- e- even the weeks where I'm like, uh, I don't know about this person, this might not, it's probably gonna be boring. Um, because I look and like some people have interviews, and I'm and the interviews are just trash, just like really boring. I'm falling asleep watching them get interviewed by so and so, and then I'm like, you know what? But that's not me. Mm. 
You give me one little link, one little inkling into who you are, and we got a real conversation. And you are easy, bro, because you're just a, a, a really genuine individual. Thank you. I appreciate that. No doubt, man. I appreciate you, man. On that note, man, we out of here. Y'all have a good note. I know, bro. I know you've always supported me, man. And when I get rich, <laughs> I got you. Trying to Come get some in. gym shoes, bro. Call Adidas. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> no, I, my bad. I'm talking to my boy, Leron. Uh, he's been okay, tapping okay. into the show, man, for, for years, man. So I, I, fuck, I fucks with him. Um, on, on, anyway, on that note, man, peace to you, man. Enjoy your day, man. Um, and be safe out there. Take some, will. Send, send too, me some bro. of them church pictures, too, bro. Yeah, I'm going to send them to you. Yeah. Anything you want me to post, bro, just send it to me. Got you. All right, no doubt. On that note, we out of here. Peace.